Hello, my friends. Oh my goodness. I absolutely love being here on the podcast with you. Sometimes I wish we were just having a conversation with each other um, over, you know, like a little, I don't know, like a lunch or at a cafe. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, so we're going to be jumping in today talking about when you're better at planning or wishing instead of doing. <laughs> I wonder if I said, raise your hand if this describes you, what percentage of hands would go up? Um, I think a lot. <laughs> could, could I be safe to say like 95% of us would be like, yeah, I'm really good at planning it or wishing would happen and not so good at the doing. <laughs> Um, so we're going to be talking about that today and I'm really excited because I've got some really tangible things for you to, um, work on and all of that. And at the time of this recording, um, we are, we have had so much fun in our women's summer wellness camp inside our wellness Academy. We've been working through, um, a bingo card with what we're calling winning behaviors. So we've just been doing some really fun health and wellness um, habits and behaviors throughout the summer. And it's been so fun to see um, so many of you, if you're in the academy, getting your, your bingo cards completed. And we um, have our, uh, what am I calling it? Our closing ceremonies in a couple of days, actually. So I'm really excited about that. We've had a really fun summer, just making wellness fun, making it um, part of your life, making it simple, not overwhelming. And I hope more than anything that you feel that message come through always in this podcast and in the programs that I have and all of that, that you feel like it doesn't have to be painful. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to feel like you're going to fail over and over and over again. And that's exactly why I created the Wellness Academy. So we, like I said, we're kind of wrapping up our bingo, our summer camp, like bingo, our summer camp in the next couple of days. And I have something really special in store for the women inside the Wellness Academy. Um, I'm calling it, what am I calling it? I'm kind of calling it being digitally remastered. Um, we've had a really fun time. It's We've done this for about a year now and um, maybe over a year. And I've received so much good feedback about what's working and what's helping the women in this program. And we're making it even better. And it's it's getting an, an update and all of that. And so I'm rolling that out to new members um, this next week and kind of sharing some special things that they'll get to take part in that will never happen again um, because they'll get to take part in some of the, um, just some of the coaching and some of the stuff that are, is rolling out right now that will um, eventually kind of just be like part of the program when you enroll. So because it's kind of going through um, digital remaster is, I don't know what the word is. Um, it, it's being upgraded and improved and all of that. Um, I'm not doing like a big launch or anything like that, but if you are in a place where you want help, with your wellness habits. You want it to be fun. You want it to be lighthearted. You want to um, have a good balance of, of someone telling you what to do, right? Like having someone say like, here's some steps, here's, here's what to do. Here's how to make the best of this um, while also taking an intuitive approach. Like I want to kind of do it the way that fits my lifestyle while also knowing that there are structures in, and, and, um, what we call pillars of wellness that 
are important to follow. And so I've really worked, I've worked really hard to bring these two things together. Um, this idea of tell me what to do, but also give me some autonomy in implementing it into my lifestyle. And inside the academy, we really focus on, um, and this is something that like, I'm going to be sharing a little bit more about as well inside, but we really focus on um, six pillars of health inside there. And the reason that we do this is um, in my years of working with hundreds and hundreds of women um, in their wellness, I've kind of discovered there's, there are six pillars of health and wellness that help them live the lifestyle they want to live, live the wellness that they want to live and support the way that they, you know, want to show up for the world. Um, and so inside the academy, we, we work on those, we optimize those. So I'm not going to tell you all of them, but basically we talk about nutrition and movement and creating a supportive lifestyle, a lifestyle that supports the way you want to live, how to be resilient with change, um, body change strategies. So like, how do I step into weight loss? Um, and how do I enjoy wellness? This is something that we're doing with summer camp and then learning to have compassion for our bodies. And this is what women of wellness do. They have a, a good balance of all of these things. I kind of like to think of it like, um, this is also something we're going to have inside there, but kind of like a, a wellness wheel. Uh, I don't know what they call it in therapy, but I know like, or in self-development world, but basically I know that they have this wheel and it's like on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel about your relationships? How, what, how would you rank your fitness and your health? How would you relate your financial health? How would you relate your, um, you know, like, uh, relationships, your friends and, you know, that sort of stuff. How would you rate, rate your recreation? Well, that's something that we're kind of going to be doing inside the wellness Academy is like, okay, where are we starting and how can we grow and, and create that overall, um, picture of wellness for you and what that means for you. So I kind of talked a lot about it <laughs> more than I thought I was going to. Um, but all of this stuff is rolling out, um, this next couple weeks. And if you want to be part of kind of that founding member rollout, um, I invite you to message me, message me on Instagram, or feel free to send me an email, Elizabeth at a woman of or you can respond to any of my emails if you get them weekly. Um, but I'd be happy to kind of share a little bit more with you about what it is and, and what to expect and all of that. Um, and you can get in on this little kind of founding founding member for the new launch, new, new redesign, I guess you'd say, um, rate and all of that and, and be part of our community. It's an amazing community. I'm still going to be showing up and serving the women that are in there. Um, and if there are more that want to join us, um, I, I want to invite you to join me. So feel free to um, message me on Instagram and just say, Hey, like I heard you talking about your membership though. I heard you talking about the wellness Academy, um, in, on the podcast, tell me more. Like, I'm happy to talk to you about it and see if it's a good fit for you. So, um, anyway, maybe we should dive into the episode. What do you think? <laughs> Welcome to the woman of wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. 
to the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Okay, here's the thing. I have a lot of weaknesses. as you probably know. Um, but one of my biggest weaknesses is what I'm calling procrastinate planning, <laughs> the act of planning something out perfectly on paper to subconsciously avoid actually doing the thing. Right. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I feel like it's one of those spaces where I can just hold all my fears in the paper, but like, I still did something right. I still planned it. So it's like, I don't, it's like, I put all my actions and all my ideas on the paper so they don't actually have to follow through with it. But I got all of those fears and anxieties out. So it's like, it almost like doesn't make me need to do something. Does that make sense? I hope, I hope I'm not alone in this. Um, but I just kind of want you to think about this. Like how often have you planned the perfect weight loss plan, right? How often have you planned that perfect meal plan? You've gone, um, shopping and, thrown out all the junk food in your kitchen and then, you know, tried to follow this perfect meal plan and you planned it all out perfectly. How many times did, have you set up the perfect exercise plan? I'm going to do this each day and all of that. How often have you perfectly set up a perfect day, right? Okay. I'm going to wake up at this time and I'm going to do this and this and this and this. If you feel this way, you're not alone. If you feel stuck, that's what this episode is for today. I just, I kind of wanted today to be um, just a fun episode to, to sort of be like, how do we go from this idea of wishing and wanting to do something and planning for it to actually falling, following through. And in order to do that, we have to understand, well, why do we do this? Why do we, what we call procrastinate plan? (laughs) That's a word I made up probably. Um, why do we do this? Well, there are three reasons that you typically don't take actions on your planning methods. First one, it's kind of obvious. You probably thought of it. You're afraid to fail, right? So a lot of times you have evidence of your plan not working in the past, right? You've tried the diets, you've tried the, you know, whatever it is, the plan, and you have evidence that you failed. So of course there's this like layer of fear that you're going to fail again because you've done it in the past. So you have some evidence that you're holding on to, right? And you're also afraid that you won't do it right, right? You're afraid to fail because what if I don't do it perfectly? What if I don't follow through the way that I want to? 
think about that. The second reason that we typically don't take action is because what we sort of subconsciously do is the planning, you know, of, of itself, you know, the planning itself becomes your actions. It becomes your action. We become paralyzed once the plan has been created because in our brains, it's the only part we can control. So it's like we've been already, we've already been able to play out the scenario, right? So it's kind of funny because we don't realize it, but I think a lot of times we use the planning of it as what we would consider the action of it. And so then when it's actually time to take action on the plan, we already we're, we're, like I said, we're paralyzed because we've already kind of taken the action and now we actually have to, you know, follow through. And that feels very paralyzing for a lot of people. Um, and then the third one is maybe you don't even plan because I would say hashtag why bother, right? Like it's this level of acceptance, but acceptance of defeat. Maybe you get this idea that, oh, well, it hasn't worked in the past. I always plan. I never do it right. I always fail. And so we don't take action because we don't have any plans. Like it's like this weird cycle of like planning doesn't lead to action, but also, um, you know, not planning leads to inaction as well. <laughs> so these are kind of three reasons that you don't take action. And these will ebb and flow depending on the season of life right? What season of life are you in? Maybe it will also ebb and flow based on how many times you've attempted it and failed. This is a big one. And one I have personal relationship with. Okay. I have more examples than I'd like to share. Um, if you want to be here all day, we could talk about it, but things that I have tried and failed at a whole bunch <laughs> things that I have tried and failed at and I've failed at and I've tried again and I failed at. And, you know, we can say that failure is only learning and that's true. But like at the end of the day, I failed at something and I just wanted to accept defeat. I just wanted to be like, I'm done. I, I can't do this anymore. It feels like I've tried it so many times. And I think most of us here can probably relate to that where you have an example of trying and trying and feeling like, am I getting anywhere? Am I getting anywhere? And I know that feeling, I know those emotions and none of us are immune to them. And I will not, none of us will be immune to them in the future either. We will fail. If we take action, we will fail because failure is an opportunity to learn. And I'm not going to, you know, turn into like a, a pep talk today, but, you know, we can look at it from the perspective of I'm either winning or I'm learning, right? I'm either winning at the goal and working toward it and I'm getting progress or I'm learning something that didn't work and changing it. And when I was in those times and when I'm still in those times, I still have them very often because I work really hard and I have big goals I'm working toward and all of that. And that comes with a, some, some defeat, not defeat. Um, it comes with failure. I can't think of the, the right word I was thinking of, but um, it requires 
me to get back up on my feet a lot. And when I'm in that space, I really have two choices. And and this is where we're going to go from here is like, how do we go from this planning or wishing to actually doing? And when you're in a place of procrastinate planning, or, you know, you're afraid to fail, or you only plan and you don't take action, or you just sit there like, why bother even taking action? Why bother even planning? You have two choices. One choice is to stay in that cycle, right? We talk a lot about the diet cycle. This is very similar, right? Plan, try, fail. Get re-energized, plan, try, fail, right? Like kind of get stuck in that. Or we can do something else. And what, what we need to do to go from this cycle of planning and wishing and not actually getting results, not actually doing the things. The first step, so what do I have for you today? I've got five steps for you today. The first step is that your planning or whatever you're working toward must come from a place of choice, okay? And not be from a choice that feels made for us. For example, when your doctor or quote, a health standard tells you to lose weight, that was a choice that was made for you, not by you, right? For you, not by you. Your doctor says, oh, you should lose some weight or, oh, your BMI is this, you're in this category. That choice, all of a sudden, it wasn't your choice anymore. And so a lot of times the doctor will say, okay, let's, let's get you on some, a weight loss regimen or whatever. Right. Or it's, it might not even be someone else telling you, it feels like I have to, I'm desperate to get out of this body. I'm desperate to lose the weight. So I don't really have a choice. I have to lose the weight. Like I can't go up anymore. This is, I know this is a struggle for so many of you because you shared that with me. Those emotions are real. And we feel like we're in this desperate place and it's no longer a choice. It's like a requirement. It's not optional for me. I've got to get back. I've I've lost control, right? And all of a sudden it feels like it's no longer a choice that we get to make. So the first thing that we have to understand is it's gotta be coming from a place of our own choice. Are you planning for and and doing and you know all of that things that you want to do if not it's never going to get done don't let your plans be because of something or someone else trying to make that decision for you the second step to go from planning or wishing to actually doing is that we must tie it to a bigger why or what we call a vision I talk a lot about this in our food freedom program, as well as our wellness academy. And we've got to ask this question, why is pursuing this dot, 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 right? This, this goal or whatever it is truly important to all capital letters, M E me, why is pursuing this goal or whatever I'm pursuing truly important to me? And then from there, go deeper. 
keep asking yourself why my three-year-old is currently in a why phase and I'm about to lose my mind, but it's fine. Um, but she has, she's a really good example. If you want to get to the root of things, if you want to get answers that you understand, you will keep asking why, why is this important to me? What would it look like if I chose not to pursue this? What would it look like? What would the consequences be if I chose not to take action? Why is this important to me? What will it do for my life? Why do I want to pursue that? Why do I want to create change? Why do I want to make this change? Right? Why do I not want to put this off any longer? Go deeper. Because the only way that we will actually make a change is when we determine that the cost of not taking action is actually more difficult than the cost of taking action. Let me say that again. Change will only come when we make the choice that the cost of not taking action is more difficult or more detrimental than the cost of taking action. How does that make you feel? We talk a ton about this in food freedom um, and, and you know, a lot of women that are trying to decide about food freedom and maybe you're in that, in that realm. Um, food freedom is my program that helps women who are stuck in the diet cycle get out of the diet cycle and make peace with food, make peace with their bodies and start living a life with food freedom. And, you know, the cost of not taking, of, of staying in the diet cycle, staying stuck, continuing to go on diets and continuing to increase in weight and yo-yo weight. And it just continually goes up and having more foods that feel off limits because you're afraid to eat and having a body that you know, you don't love and you don't take care of because it just keeps gaining weight. That's the cost of not the, that's what am I trying to say? The cost of the consequence of that is so much more difficult than the cost of taking action to heal it, right? The cost could be financial cost, could be time investment, emotional energy, right? There's costs of taking action and, and doing things, but the only, change will only come when you realize that the cost of inaction is more detrimental than the cost of action. But we have to get ourselves to that place first, right? We have to. And if you're stuck in that cycle, join us in food freedom. The doors are opening very soon. September. Okay. So you have just a couple months left. A couple months. Yeah. Um, you can go to owenofwellness.com forward slash food freedom and get all the information there to join us. Um, but we've got to get ourselves to that place to be able to take it to a deeper why. Um, we also must have a clear vision of what we're working toward, right? We've got to know what we're working toward. Um, and this is also going to be a big component of what we're going to be working on in the Wellness Academy um, and all of that. So 
that that's something that I've always struggled with. Actually, I, I hired a coach this year, um, for myself and she kept saying, I would like say things and she'd be like, but why, like, what is your vision? And it's so funny because in this particular area, I like could not figure out my vision. I was a little bit vague and vague visions create vague results, right? So what I had to do is I had to get into the space of, no, I want to know what I, I need to know what this looks like. I've got to clarify that vision because as soon as that vision is clearer, then I know exactly what actions to take, right? If you have a vision that you just like want to be healthier, well, that's still good. But what does that look like? What does healthier look like to you? Does that mean somebody that exercises regularly? Awesome. Okay. That's a good first step. Well, what does that look like? Are you, are you someone that, you know, like loves to exercise outside? Do you like to go to classes? Are you someone that's consistent, you know, every day? Are you someone that, you know, generally tends to just like be more intuitive about exercise? Like, what does that vision look like for you? And once you've got the vision, then you can start taking steps to step into it. Okay. Okay. Number three, going from planning to doing, have a conversation with the future you. This is very powerful. This is an exercise that I um, sometimes will do with myself. And basically it's, you know, you, you kind of get yourself into a relaxed state, meditative state, and just ask yourself like, what, what does it look like? And what has it taken to get to this place? Just look at yourself in the future. So I just kind of close my eyes and I visualize like, okay, that person is me in the future and I'm having a conversation with them. What are they telling me? How did we get here? What did we do? What does our life look like? How did we get here? And you will be so surprised by the answers that will come. In fact, I did one um, the other day that I was just blown away. Like it came out of nowhere and I was like, wow, I didn't see that one but that is so powerful. Um, and I'm going to put that um, meditation in the Wellness Academy as well. Um, but then you can ask that future self as well, like, has it been perfect? What does it look like? Like, maybe you can ask them for some wisdom. Ask them for some wisdom. What does it look like? What did you do when you failed, right? Get some wisdom from them. They, they're the future you and they can give you so much good advice. And if you're like, that seems weird. Maybe find someone that's living the lifestyle that you want to live and go ask them, go talk to them, have a conversation with the future that you want to have and get, get insights, get clues about what it looks like to live that lifestyle and what it looks like to get to that living that lifestyle. Okay. Number four, choose to act or choose to not, but make a choice. Okay. Okay. We started with choice. Choose to take messy action. Take the perfect pan, perfect on paper plan and put it in a non-perfect scenario. So often we 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 get stressed because we can't, we we know we can't do it perfectly outside of the paper, and that's what holds us back. But what if you just said I could just jump in and say, I'm gonna take some messy action? How do you act? Right? Choose to take action. Choose to, one thing to focus on. Our biggest downfall to following through with anything is because we try to change it all at once. Okay? 
Do not ignore this advice. Other stuff can be running in the background, okay? You can still choose to eat a healthier lunch even if you're focused on a movement goal. It's, that's okay, but just recognize that so often we try to do too many things. And again, this is going to be a big focus inside the Wellness Academy. Is I like to visualize it as building bridges. So like think about, you know, you've got, you're on one side of an island and you want to go to the other side of the island. Um, like maybe it's a more fun island or you want, it has a better view or something. You want to get there, but you got to build a bridge to get there. And what we tend to do is like, okay, I'm going to start building this bridge. And then someone comes along they're like, here's some cool material that you could build it with. Maybe you could try this. And then you start another bridge with a different kind of material. And then you're like, and then someone's like, oh, I can help you. We can build it way faster this way. Let me show you this way. Um, and then you start building another bridge and all of a sudden you have like a billion different bridges that haven't been completed because we're, we're stuck in that shiny object syndrome. How can you focus on one thing at a time and know that all the supporting things will come along as they need. And when that bridge is built, you can then start on another bridge. And that's something that we're going to be working on heavily inside the wellness Academy, because my goal is to get you results, not to just do actions and that's it. Okay. Last one. Thank you for keeping up with me. It's, I know it's a lot, but I hope it's been really helpful. Um, the fifth one is choose to keep showing up. Okay. You've got to choose to act and then you have to keep showing up. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about failure. If you keep showing up, you literally cannot fail. You can't because you continue to show up. But I'm also going to add a little uh, parentheses to that. You also must know that you will, you will fail. <laughs> what do I mean? It's not going to look perfect and you're going to mess up. You're going to mess up so many times. You're going to get it wrong. We know we understand this concept in life, right? Like I could tell you about how a baby learns to walk and they fall and they stand up and they fall and they stand up and still like, like, it's just crazy how little kids, it takes them so many times to like be able to just walk, <laughs> you know, like they just fall a ton and they get back up and they run. And sometimes they fall when they run and they get back up. It makes logical sense. But when we're looking at our goals, for some reason, we cannot, we cannot see it that way. So if you keep showing up, you literally cannot fail, but also know that you will fail. But the key to success is being resilient and realigning. Resiliency and realigning. Make sure the showing up fits the lifestyle that you want to live. So by continuing to show up, you've got to be working toward a lifestyle that looks good to you. If you're showing up in misery, it's not going to do anything for you. So we've got to choose to show up, choose to be resilient in times of distress, in times of disappointment, and choose to show up in the way that we want to show up. CrossFit is not the best exercise for everyone. But someone in the CrossFit community might tell you that, right? 
running is not the best calorie burner in the world, but someone who is working toward maybe weight loss with running might tell you that. And so we hear all these outside voices hint for my food freedom students. These outside voices are trying to tell you the way that you should live. And we're going to listen to that inside voice. What is the way that you want your lifestyle to go? The difference between the person that creates success and the person that doesn't is simple. One makes a choice to show up for her vision and life each and every day. One chooses to take messy action. One chooses to let failure be her biggest teacher. One chooses to believe in herself. And ultimately, one chooses to step into letting it be a fun process in the pursuit. Who are you going to be? Because you have a choice. And it's, that's all it takes to make the difference. So I know I've kind of talked a little bit about both of the programs that I, that I share um, in here. And I thought, well, maybe you're a little bit confused about what's for who and all of that. And so I just quickly want to um, tell you you know, if you are, if you want to go from this place of being planning or scared of taking action to taking action, um, there's a couple different routes for you to go to get support. The first is in our food freedom program. This is for women who have been, you know, dieting for well, maybe most of their lives or what they're just stuck in dieting and frustrated with never seeing results, feeling like, you know, the, the weight loss happens when you're on the diet, but then you're off of it and it's out of control or you can't, you, you don't feel safe around food. You don't feel confident. You feel um, not confident in your body, frustrated with your body. You don't know how to have a happy relationship with food or your body. And you're just stuck in like going back to dieting and dieting. And that's the only way, you know, and it feels like this prison that you're like stuck in. Food freedom is there to get you out, to get you out of that food prison. And it helps you create foundational components to heal those relationships. And then from there, so if you need that, you start in food freedom. If you are like, I, I have a good, pretty good relationship with food, things are okay there, but I really struggle following through on my goals. I struggle, um, you know, staying consistent, showing up for myself all of that, that's what the academy is for. And a lot of our food freedom students go straight from food freedom into the academy. I designed it that way. People wanted it. <laughs> After they were finished with food freedom, they were like, okay, we're ready to keep going. Like, let's keep going. And that's why I created it um, because they want support to keep showing up. And so if you are like, I, you know, <clears throat> I'm ready to step into taking consistent action and showing up for myself and, and myself and following through on these steps that we've talked about today. Um, that's what we're going to be doing inside the Academy. So if you want to join us, it's, I'm going to make it by invitation only right now, just because, um, we've got a couple moving pieces there and, um, I'm offering a, you know, kind of a founding member 
situation rate, whatever you want to call it for, for that, but it's going to be amazing. Um, it's already got some good stuff in it. We're just kind of like tweaking some things. Um, you can join us in there as well. Um, so those are really the two spaces. If you want to join us in food freedom before you get in the academy, um, you can do that. We open in September and then you'll have all the opportunity to just jump into the academy when you're done there. Or if you're like, Hey, I'm ready to jump in. I need help. I need support in my journey. I need someone to help me show up for, um, you know, my habits and create healthy habits and make wellness a happy part of my lifestyle and just make it support what I want to live. That's what the wellness Academy is for. So, um, you can message me on that one and I'd be happy to help, help you get in and join us as we're have a few special things coming, um, next week, actually. So thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I, I really, I hope this was helpful. I know it was a little bit longer today, but I know that a lot of us fall into this. I, I have, I work, I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching and, and this is a big one that we work through is like, how do I, how do I take things in this perfect plan and, and make action into it and actually create change instead of spinning my wheels over and over again. I'm not, I don't want you to spin your wheels anymore. I want to support you in, in that. So we've got programs and we've got the podcast here to do that. And we've also got programs here to help you um, support you in that. So I will be back next week with a episode I'm really excited about. Um, I think you're really going to love it. And so be back next week. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.